And I feel like coming down Candida. It's that pesky little fungus that has not only become its own epidemic, but created huge confusion in the health and wellness space. But is it as hard to heal as we've been led to believe? Today, I'm going to share my own gut health journey. From restrictive diets to dangerous detoxes and protocols, I've tried it all. But it wasn't until I started eating sweet potato and maple syrup that I finally kicked candida to the curb and discovered the holy grail of gut health. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Nick Broadhurst, and that song you were listening to is called Take Me Down, which you can hear on my album, on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you listen to good music, or you can head to IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash Take Me Down to watch, well, a pretty freaking unbelievable music video, I think, which finishes with me jumping off a cliff. Yep. I'm so cool. Anyway, one thing I want today's episode to shine light on is that you do not have to be taken down by candida and SIBO. SIBO, which stands for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. These are two things that can wreak havoc on your physical and emotional health. But they're very common. And I am so happy that I get to share this with you because it has been one hell of a battle. A battle which in 2017, to be honest, I didn't know if I could get through. It's a topic that I'm incredibly passionate about because in my own health journey, I've tried it all. And if you know anything about me by now, you'll know that I'm somewhat of a pitter perfectionist. And if I do anything, I do it 100% all the way by the book. I do not deviate. So when I say I've tried everything, I mean I have really done it properly. I've given it a good freaking nudge. No half-assing around. I wasn't whole-plating slabs of chocolate brownie when no one was looking. I was doing this thing 100% every time. I trusted the people that I worked with and I did what they said. And I also want to preface this conversation by saying that nothing here is hypothetical. I have the data to prove how bad my candida and my SIBO was in the form of urine organic acid test results from October 2017 and 2015. This test is the gold standard of determining the state of your gut health. And I haven't had to do any stool analysis in this final phase of healing my candida and my SIBO. I know that, you know, you're trying to heal your gut, you think you have to do a stool analysis. Well, I didn't. And these results showed me a comparison of before and after doing a very well-intentioned, but in my opinion, a very ill-informed gut healing protocol in inverted commas. And after doing the protocol, in some cases, my pathogenic overgrowth had become five times worse. I was already bad, 
but five times freaking worse. I'd gone from a case of, let's call it pretty mild candida, to severe large intestinal and small intestinal dysbiosis, right? Pretty freaking gross. And the popular thinking around gut health is that you need to go after it hard, either with strong probiotics and fermented foods or with antibiotics. But what I've learned in life is that whenever you go after something hard, there is always going to be a price to pay somewhere else. If you attack one organism like candida, then what else are you shifting and allowing in during that process? If you focus so much on the gut while not paying attention to the rest of your body, your mind, your spirit, you're absolutely going to create an imbalance. And boy, did I create a freaking doozy of an imbalance. So have a think about where in your life are you being hardcore and then look for the opposites because they'll be there. You'll be creating an imbalance somewhere else. Okay. And I encourage you to please be gentle with yourself which is why I did a whole episode on exactly that, which is called Please Be Gentle With Yourself. And you can hear that by heading to IamNickBroadhurst.com forward slash 18. But don't look at your beautiful body as something that needs to be attacked. Your body is a beautiful messenger that is simply mirroring back at you all the areas that you need to work on, all the things that you need to work on within yourself. But I didn't see that. I attacked it year after year, with things that were supposed to be helping me. And I could list all the types of protocols I've done, and I'm not joking, hundreds of thousands of dollars that I have spent. But out of respect for the work of the people that I have worked with, they all have great intentions, but it just didn't work. But today's episode, I'm going to show you what did work. And I want to talk about probiotics and fermented foods. Right? Probiotics, fermented foods, they are buzz words. Imagine that you've got a blocked toilet pipe. Perhaps you've just taken a massive poo. (laughs) And I'm sure that we've all done that. For some reason in America, I tend to block toilets. I don't know why. must be something to do with the shape of their toilet. Anyway, but what's the best way to clean that? Are you going to get more poo? Or are you going to find a tool to clear that blockage? You're going to reach for the tool, right? You're not going to go and scrap around and pick up some poo and throw it in the toilet, you're going to reach for a tool and you're going to try and clear that block. And that is the purpose of this episode, is to give you the tools. Now, when you have an overgrowth of bacteria in your small intestine, it makes no sense to be taking more bacteria and putting it on top of that, hoping that you will somehow clear the blockage. How does more bacteria clear a bacterial overgrowth? When you say that out loud, it sounds kind of crazy. It makes so much sense. How does more bacteria clear a bacterial overgrowth? It doesn't. And that's where I went really freaking horribly wrong, and I created severe bacterial overgrowth and SIBO. I was going after it with the wrong tools, like fermented drinks, cultured vegetables, cultured yogurt, various types of probiotics. I mean, come on, kefir kombucha, it's healthy, right? Maybe. You know, kombucha has become today's healthy soft drink, but it's medicine. It was supposed to be used in tiny doses. Now we're guzzling it day after day. That was not the intention of that. It's a clear example of taking huge amounts of supposedly beneficial microorganisms and putting them into our gut. And yes, they might be beneficial in the right cases. Absolutely. 
But if your gut is not pristine, you got to be careful, okay? And on top of that, I was following what I believe to be a rather dangerous process of using things like resistant starches, okay? Getting like white rice, cooking it, cooling it in the fridge for 24 hours and eating it because that was supposed to feed the good bacteria in my gut. But all I was doing was feeding the good and the bad guys. And the bad guys far outnumbered the good, right? So no matter how much good I pumped in, I simply created more overgrowth of the bad. And as I said, I have the data, the results to prove it. This is not hypothetical. And another thing which I believe now to be so common sense is that I didn't see it until this year, to be honest, is that certain types of bacteria should be in specific parts of your gastrointestinal tract. There is one bacteria, as an example, that we all want to have healthy levels of, and that's Bifidobacterium longum. Okay, this is a friendly bacteria that is found in optimal levels in the colons of some of the longest lived people in the world. And the key word here is colons, which is your large intestine or your colon, I should say. And if our pipes are backed up, all the way into our small intestine, and we go putting large intestine bacteria like Bifidobacterium longum into the small intestine via our mouth, hoping it will make its way to the large intestine and live happily ever after. Well, guess what? It probably won't. It probably won't make it. Maybe a little bit of it will, but because there is overgrowth in the small intestine, guess where most of it starts to grow? In the small intestine. Now you've got a large intestine bacteria growing in the wrong place. Hello, SIBO. And I've never had SIBO. I may have had candida, but SIBO was new to me. And that came about after going after my gut with too many ferments and probiotics. And what was the result of this for me? I was depressed. And of course, I was, because my gut, where 90% of the happy hormone serotonin is produced, was a total freaking mess. I had no libido, no drive, no ambition, no energy. I can clearly remember walking along Bondi Beach one afternoon in tears because I couldn't walk the distance of the beach. Ridiculous. I had no energy to play with my son. I was constantly apologizing to him. And I had a mind that simply didn't function very well anymore. This meant as well that I was a pretty horrible human for the better part of a whole year. And I was in really deep. And the scary thing is, I was a lucky one. I had so many tools and so much support that even though I dug a very deep hole for myself, I just, just managed to crawl out, literally just by my fingernails. But I wonder how many people don't have the support or the knowledge to climb out of that place. But here's the thing. I meet them all the time. They reach out to me on social media daily in desperation. And that was the driving force behind me launching this whole show was to make sure you have the tools in all areas of your life. But okay, I know I called this episode something super sexy about curing candida and SIBO with maple syrup and sweet potato. But what does maple syrup and sweet potato have to do with this? And even if you just mention those words under your breath when dealing with candida, it will provoke very hot debate. And yes, okay, it wasn't sweet potato and maple syrup that cured my candida, but they played a massive role in being able to heal. So let me explain. With a gut in crisis, I had completely wrecked my mitochondria. They are the little cells inside the cells, basically the battery cells inside our cells that give us energy. And contrary to popular belief, it's not fat 
that regrows your mitochondria. It's glucose. In the process of curing my candida and SIBO, I was told to get as much glucose in as possible in the form of sweet potato, maple syrup, oats, white rice, and not the cooked and cooled resistant starch white rice. I'm talking about regular, warm, yummy basmati rice and berries, banana, other fruits. Maple syrup was used like a medicine in my water, in my smoothie, on my oats. And if you know anything about candida elimination diets, you'll recognize every single one of those foods would be deemed kryptonite for candida. Kryptonite in a bad way, I mean, it's not going to help you cure the candida. It's going to feed it, apparently. But it turns out there are foods you need to avoid, like garlic and onion. Yes, garlic and onion, I know. You've been told they are good for gut health, which is true eventually, but not when you are clearing the pipes, okay, because they feed bad bacteria. Honey, the skin of sweet potato and other potatoes, and other FODMAP foods, F-O-D-M-A-P. You can Google FODMAP to see what foods make that list. Cauliflower, nuts, celery, Jerusalem artichokes. Honestly, right, you think that sounds like a pretty healthy diet, and it is for the right gut. That's just a very quick snapshot of some of the things which I couldn't eat for a while. But an essential part of this was how I ate these foods and in what order. So for more information on that, you can head back to the previous episode number 100, how food combining will transform your digestion. So the diet I was prescribed was a total liberation. It was all the foods I instinctively loved. But remember, in the healing process, if you're not working with your unique body type according to Ayurveda, then you can go really awry here. The amounts of natural sugar-rich foods I needed personally to eat is what my body needed because I was severely imbalanced, vata imbalanced. I have a vata pitta body type and I was very vata imbalanced. You might be totally different. You could be completely kapha imbalanced, which means you do not want to be smashing maple syrup and oats and sweet potato because it's going to further that imbalance. We have to understand our body type and you can do that by heading to my Ayurveda series one and series two in this show. There's lots of episodes that will help you understand how to better feel into your body type. So more on this protocol. Okay, so for 12 weeks, what I was working on first was clearing the pipes while making my body strong enough to heal while I was doing the work. That was crucial because when you're doing an elimination diet, you might be killing some candida off, but you don't have the reserves or the strength to heal. Common sense, right? And in the first four weeks, I was focusing on breaking down what's called the biofilm. Okay, biofilm is basically when all types of different microorganisms like bacteria and fungi, they get together, they hang out, they end up growing together in this tight-knit, densely packed colony. Okay, they protect each other. And the equivalent of clearing the pipes is basically all about using various enzymes and herbs to dissolve the biofilm so that you can then expose those pathogenic bacteria, the ones that have been overgrowing, to the herbs and start to reduce them to healthy levels. And notice I said reduce, not kill. Let's stop talking about our bodies in terms of killing because thoughts are things. If we talk about our body and the word kill, what is that doing to our body? (laughs) Seriously. And in the first four weeks, the only bacteria you take is a type of yeast. Well, technically it's not a bacteria. It's a yeast called Saccharomyces boulardii. And this yeast is used like a placeholder 
which takes up the space which was previously being dominated by the overgrowth bacteria and stops them from taking hold again while you're clearing them out. Makes sense, right? You then move on to different types of enzymes and you start to introduce a probiotic in the form of acidophilus. Okay, this is in the second batch of four weeks. And then the last four weeks, you are starting to build up the healthy bacteria with various types of lacto and bifidobacteria and different types of herbs. The whole time what you're doing is you are eliminating, you're reducing what you don't want and slowly putting placeholders in place and then slowly building back up. It's genius, okay? There's no aggressive killing of this and killing of that and, you know, you don't have to be having severe diarrhea and vomiting and no. You can go through this process and barely notice you're doing anything. In fact, you start feeling better straight away. That is what healing is all about. That is what a protocol should feel like. And I know this is a total oversimplification of the genius of that protocol, but you get the idea. What I wanted to present here is some new ideas around candida and SIBO. And often to get different results, we need to try something different. And let me tell you right now, I feel freaking amazing. I'm not so concerned about gut health now as I have the tools. I've done the work and I have the tools. My focus is now about how good can I really be in this body? How amazing can I feel? Now I feel strong. I have a high libido. I have energy. My mind has clarity. I'm happy. It's the complete opposite of one year ago. I'm balanced and I have a strong sense of unstoppable purpose. That's our birthright. And it's what I want for you. That is what this show is all about. But the physical body is just one part of the equation. You know, I'm always going to come back to this, guys. We still have to do the spiritual work. But when you're in deep with candida and SIBO and you feel like crap, what you now know, it may go against popular belief in some respects, but it worked for me and it's worked for thousands of people at the Cabral Wellness Institute. And if you want to see the exact protocol I did, which was developed by my mentor and now beautiful friend, Stephen Cabral, head to iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash candida. It will take you straight to a page with that protocol. You can get started. If you're not feeling great, it's not a bad place to start. All it's going to do is improve your gut, okay? So I really hope that this has shed some light on this confusing topic. And it might take a little while to get your head around it because I know it goes, it flies in the face of what you may have heard before. And for all of today's show notes, this is probably a good one to read. You can head to iamnickbroadhurst.com forward slash 101 because I love giving you guys a transcript, whether you want to read it, listen to it, whatever it is. I want to make it really easy for you guys to digest this information. And please hit the subscribe button in your podcast app because I do not want you to miss any future episodes. And this week's review of the week comes from Anne-Marie Cogan McClung, who wrote that. She gave it five stars and she said, such honest and raw conversations. You can tell it comes from the heart. You feel the truth in it. You must subscribe, listen and re-listen so it gets into the muscles of your mind. And I chose that because I just love that, the muscles of your mind. Please do leave me a review. I love reading your reviews and I've got a couple of one stars, a couple of two stars. No one's written actual comments on the one or two stars. But if there's something here that you think sucks, hey, write about it. Tell me. I'm all ears. I do not need to be boosted up with five-star reviews, although I do love them because the more five-star reviews we get, the more people get to hear this because it gets ranked higher in iTunes and other platforms. But honestly, tell me what you think. I want to hear from you. And if you can share this episode on social media, 
please do. Who do you know that has battled candida? Do you know a woman with with skin that is erupting? Could be candida and hormones and all sorts of things, but surely, surely you know someone who can benefit from this episode. Please share it on social media. Tag me at I'm Nick Broadhurst because as I always say, I love to see what you're talking about and I love to say hello and just to thank you. And last of all, head into Spotify, search for my name, Nick Broadhurst, and hit the follow button. And then add my music to your favorite playlist because that's super important for the Spotify algorithms. And remember today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you because there's bucket loads of it. Be gentle with yourself, especially holy and moldy when it comes to your gut. Do not go after your gut and try to smash it into a good state. It doesn't work. Be love. Listen to your intuition today. And as always, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Ciao. And then I And just before you go, just wanted to let you know that the information and views presented in this podcast are personal and for educational and entertainment purposes only. The information presented is not intended as a substitute for medical or professional advice. Please seek advice from a qualified medical practitioner before starting any new diet, health or lifestyle practice. There you go. Catch you soon.